This is one topic that isn't talked about enough. One is communication, which most of us suck at. The other thing is relationships, which most of us suck at. The other thing is money and finance, which most of us suck at. And the other is leadership, which most of us suck at. We stand today. The Business Method with a shout The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their online and location-independent business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses, and we are getting behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build businesses like this. On top of that, we also gather entrepreneurs at events and retreats around the world. This October, we are having our annual event in Thailand, Get Shit Done Live. It's 10 days of high-performance productivity, targeted collaboration, and rapid execution designed for entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done in a little amount of time. Some say it's like 10 months of work in 10 days. There's a magic that happens when brilliant minds come together to push one another towards productive execution. That is exactly what this retreat is about. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That is thebusinessmethod.com. Now, let's jump in today's show. The Business Method. Hey guys, I want to hop I wanted to hop on the microphone and do a little short podcast talking more about leadership. And I think this is an incredible, an incredibly important topic to talk about because people don't talk about it and teach it as often as it really needs to be. And of course, there's all different types of leadership you could take. You could look at leadership from a standpoint of somebody like Martin Luther King or Gandhi or Nelson Mandela who are all incredible, impactful leaders that changed the course of history without a doubt. And then you look at leadership like, for example, Hitler, who was without a doubt a leader, but lacked moral fiber and wisdom. And so leadership can be a very intelligent thing. You look at American politics today or whatever country that you're in, and the people that are running those organizations, those governments, are, for the most part, probably very intelligent people. Now, there's a lot of leadership out there that does lack a lot of wisdom. And today, we're going to talk about leadership from a standpoint of an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs going through the trials and errors of being a bare-knuckle entrepreneur from point zero to being a bit seasoned being seasoned and having a few years under the entrepreneurial belt. I think that's one thing that's incredibly great about being an entrepreneur. Many entrepreneurs are addicted to growth. As an entrepreneur, we're growing every day and it doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't even matter if you're at a million dollar level or millions of dollars and sipping coconuts on the beach. We still have these challenges that we consistently go through. And I think that's why 
the regular nine to five life for most of us entrepreneurs isn't something that we can take for too long because we need the consistent challenge, but also the independence and freedom to become the the entrepreneurs that we need to become. And without that journey, without the ability to have the freedom to make our own choices and to fail flat on our face many times, get up, get back up and do it again, then uh, we couldn't be able to create businesses. We couldn't be able to create services and products that serve the world. And so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about leadership from my standpoints and some of the most important concepts that I've learned in leadership. But I think this is one topic that isn't talked about enough. So a few things that really humans need to talk about and learn more to make a significant change in the, in the world. One is communication, which most of us suck at. The other thing is relationships, which most of us suck at. The other thing is money and finance, which most of us suck at. And the other is leadership, which most of us suck at. And if you could teach a child, a human, those four things, I don't think it matters what they choose to do in their life. But I think those principles and that attitude around those principles will almost guarantee them success. And I think if we start to teach younger generations those four things, we're going to see a massive shift in the world. However, I don't know very many people that are teaching those four things. So let's talk about leadership. Leadership from an entrepreneurial standpoint, a few things that really stood out to me that are incredibly important. Number one, integrity and not, I'm not listing these in, in, in order of importance, but just uh, listing these in, in order of what came to my head. The first is integrity. Second, truth and authenticity. Third, growth. Fourth, courage. Fifth, openness and flexibility. And sixth, a giving mentality. The first principle of leadership is integrity. So let's talk about integrity. And we had a friend, Hollis Carter, on the show recently, who is the founder of the Baby Bathwater Organization and also one of the first creators of the video sales letter. And Hollis has been very, very successful throughout his entrepreneurial career. And he, he mentioned this concept of having the privilege of ethics. And what does that mean exactly? The privilege of ethics is being experienced and seasoned enough as an entrepreneur that you failed so much and you've seen so much great and bad business done that you are privileged from that journey, from climbing those mountains and going into the caverns and, and falling down and skinning your knees and, and bloody in your knuckles and getting the tears and the emotional struggles that you are privileged enough to have ethics, business ethics, real business ethics, which talk about some of the other points that I'll bring up later. But one of those is without a doubt integrity. And what does integrity mean? Doing what you say you're going to do, having pure good intentions. There's a lot of cultures and a lot of entrepreneurs out there in the world that they don't honor what they say they're going to do and actually doing what you say you're going to do, showing up on time, not being late. If you are late, acknowledging that President Obama was 
famous for showing up always early, 45 minutes early sometimes. And that's powerful. Because when people see that, they start to subconsciously respect you on a deeper level. If you see, if people know that you're consistent and that you show up on time, that you do business with integrity, you're you're a person that can be trusted to follow through with what they say they're going to do, people want to do business with you. Think about it. Who do you respect more? The person that always follows through with what they say they're going to do or the person that never does? Who do you respect more? Who do you trust more? The person that always shows up on time? or the person that never shows up on time. If you were going to give your life savings to someone and you can judge them only on the fact that they follow through with what they say they're going to do or not, who would you give your life savings to? It's subconscious, you guys. It's inarguable. We naturally trust those, respect those, and follow those people that follow through with what they say they're going to do. That's integrity. Now, There's also a concept called the speed of trust, meaning when you know you work with a person that you can trust, you guys can go and you can move and you can work and you can succeed much more rapidly than you can with somebody that you cannot trust. Doesn't matter if it's business relationships, partnerships, joint ventures, personal relationships, marriages, spouses. The speed of trust is powerful. This is a concept brought to my attention by T. Harv Ecker, the founder of The Millionaire Mindset. The speed of trust. It's a powerful concept. If I trust somebody to do business, I don't have questions about sending them money. I don't have questions about getting my money. I don't have questions about bringing on clients, sending them clients, them sending me clients. Thus, even the clients and those involved in all the business transactions succeed too because there's trust. Trust comes from integrity. Now, we'll go back a little bit to doing what you said you were going to do and the importance of it. However, if we set a goal to get a business, say, to a million dollars, and you've had success, say you've had success in the business, but you're still working really, really hard to fulfill what you said you're going to do, and you just don't know when to stop, and you're taken away from other parts of your life, maybe personal relationships, families, finances, emotional health, more distress, uh, physical health, sometimes it's okay to stop and renegotiate those words that you had given. Actually, quite often it is. If you can't follow through what you said you were going to do the first time, stop, renegotiate, and then continue to follow through with a new promise. That's integrity. The second principle of leadership is truth and authenticity. Truth falls a lot into integrity, and so does authenticity. And we talk about we talked about the speed of trust, but telling the truth. And I'm not saying external truth. I'm also referring to something that's incredibly important but avoided way too much in this world, internal truth. What is your true internal truth? And many of us do not know how to examine ourselves on a deeper level to really figure out what our internal truth is. Paulo Coelho, 
in one of his books, and I forget which one it is, talks about you have these thoughts and there's the thoughts behind the thoughts. And he talks about following the thoughts that are behind the thoughts or even the thoughts that are behind those. That's why meditation or getting out of beta state of mind into alpha, theta, or gamma state of mind helps you really connect with the thoughts that are behind the thoughts. What happens is a prefrontal cortex starts to slow down. Other areas of our brains start to increase in activity. And we can really examine what the thoughts are behind the thoughts. That is deep internal authenticity. So many of us just live the lie of we like our job, we like our business, we like our partners, and we cover it up because maybe the external image looks great. Maybe because the finance is good or because you look good or because you feel like you're doing the right thing. But is it deep down inside authentic truth? And what happens when you examine and you know when you understand your deep internal authentic truth, you then know the people that you can work with in business and you can increase the speed of trust. And you're more in alignment with your integrity because you can do what you said you're going to do because you know it's the right direction. That is truth. Deep truth. That's concept number two. Now we have the third principle of leadership is growth. And there's a quote by, I'm forgetting the person's name. And the quote says, uh, happiness is not the most important thing in this life. Growth is the most important thing. Because growth will always lead us to happiness. And happiness will always lead us to growth. So if we're growing in the right direction, we're going to fill our cups up and overflow more happiness into the world. Entrepreneurs and high performers are always focused on growth. Now, a lot of times that can be business growth, but a lot of times that's very much personal growth. And there's a reason why entrepreneurs are flocking to seminars like Tony Robbins and Les Brown and Gary Vee and Landmark Education and Wim Hof and listening to podcasts like Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or The Business Method. It's because we entrepreneurs many times are obsessed with growth. Always be growing. And the more you grow throughout a year, grow more the next year and more the next year and even more rapidly. People want to be around people that are growing at the same level as them. It's funny, a lot of times what will happen is if you have a partner, somebody you love or a friend, go take a conference like a, a personal development conference or seminar and they come back and they're all excited about all the great things that they're, they're going to do. What happens with the person that they're friends with or in a relationship with, some fear comes up. Even in a business partnership, a fear comes up with another person. And that fear, that subconscious fear that arises is the fear that that person may grow in a different direction that the relationship is already headed. And they may lose that person or the dreams or the visions that those two people created together. Travel is an incredible way to grow. Many times we see people take vacations, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months to do some really long-term traveling. They come back, they're completely different people. They want to break up with their boyfriends or girlfriends. They want to change their lives. They found the direction they want to go. Growth. 
is incredibly important for leadership. The fourth principle of leadership is courage. Having the courage to step into the unknown. We had Liam Martin on the show recently. It actually did a panel of seven-figure location independent entrepreneurs, and Liam was on it. Liam mentioned that if you want to grow, fail forward faster, is what he said. Fail forward faster. Fail forward faster. Skin a knee, bump a toe, get up and go do it again. Launch a product, it's a failure. Get up and launch another one. Create an event, it sucks. Nobody signs up. Stand up and go do it again. And over and over and over. Make an investment, it fails. Get up and try another one. Pitch a client, they say no. Get up and do another one. And another, and another, and another. Fail forward faster. Fail forward faster. Having the courage to get up and do it again and again and again and again and again is what makes people stand out. What makes people leaders. It's what makes them strong and experienced and well-rounded, high-caliber, high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders. Step into those unknown projects that scare the living shit out of you. Step into them now. Now, because they're scary, and that's good. Tim Ferriss has a quote along the lines of always stepping into what you fear the most. Jump, and the nets will appear. And what we find a lot of times that happens when we have that courage is things start to open up. Opportunities start to come our way. But we have to have that courage. One of my biggest fears personally is a half-lived life, and I will not finish my life looking back and say, I woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'll look back and say, hell yeah, I did. That's courage. The fifth principle of leadership is openness and flexibility. Being agile and have the ability to change. We had Damian Lupo on the show And he said, man, if you can't be flexible, you're dead in today's entrepreneurial world. And it's true. You need flexibility. There's two drivers that drive us. One of them is the need to be right. And the other is a need to look good. And if we can't break out of the need to be right or look good, we cannot be flexible and open to change. Bruce Lee said, be like water. When the water is in the teapot, it is teapot. When the water flows down the mountain, if something gets in its way, it flows around and sometimes overtakes whatever object is in the way. Be like water. We have to be flexible. Change comes our way. We open and we change rapidly. Fail forward faster. Struggle comes our way. Be flexible. Opportunity comes our way. We have to be open and flexible to that opportunity. And thus, people will naturally follow. And the sixth principle is giving, 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 giving. Now, there's giving that can serve you and there's giving that cannot serve you. Giving that you know you need to do and giving that takes away from you. That's giving that you think you should do. When you give, the concept that I'm exploring a lot lately is giving to myself in the highest form as much as possible, and bringing others along with me. Giving to myself in the form of education, in the form of business growth, business time, personal relationship, giving to myself. And if I know I'm giving to myself and I'm very authentic, internally authentic about what I need to do and where I need to go and communicating that with people, 
then I will be giving to myself and the right people will come along because by giving to myself, I'm giving to them too. I'll give you an example. By working on my business eight hours a day, consistently, months and months and months, I'm giving more content on the podcast to the world. I'm giving more opportunities for services, for masterminds, for events, for people to learn how to be incredibly productive in their business. I'm learning and growing, and I'm teaching other entrepreneurs along the way. Give to yourself in the highest form. Give to your integrity. Give to your truth and authenticity. Give to your growth. Give to your courage. Give to your openness and flexibility. Give to yourself. And when you give to yourself, your cup will overflow and naturally you'll give to others. Giving in alignment with yourself and your dreams, not against it. If you think you should give X amount of money to X charity and it doesn't feel right, you're not supposed to give in that direction. If you feel inspired to give X amount of money to X charity, or X person, or not, then that's the direction you should give. And I want to add one more principle to leadership that we talked about a little bit earlier is communication. Communicate, 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 communicate. Tim Ferriss said, you can get anything you want in the world if you know how to ask the right questions. Learn how to ask the right questions communicates connecting with people, communicates serving people, communicates integrity, communicates when you fuck up, communicates your truth and authenticity, communicate the growth that you want, the courage that you want, the openness and flexibility that you want, the giving that you want, communicate the communication that you want. When you need to communicate, use your courage, be open and flexible, give to yourself, be authentic, You will be in alignment with your integrity when you're communicating during the hard times and the great times. Communication. Communicate. Those are the principles of leadership. Integrity, truth and authenticity, growth, courage, openness and flexibility, giving and communication. I'm Chris Reynolds signing off for today. Saludos from somewhere in the world. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high performance productivity coaching and our annual Get Shit Done live retreat in Thailand. Both are designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done rapidly. And whether you need some personal coaching while working away at home or a retreat in Thailand where you can get out of your normal routine and surround yourself with other successful entrepreneurs, we have those options for you. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com and we'll see you on the next podcast.